0: Your hot
2: cup, a jack squad God son, what the hell are you doing? Golf requires goofy pants and a fat
0: ass. You should
2: talk to my neighbor the
0: accountant
1: probably a great talker, you guess. Thank you very much. You are fake
0: news. I had to let it play, Pat. We haven't used this one in a while.
1: And what's funny is on my end, since we're still doing this remote, I can't hear anything that's going on. I just hear silence, and then all of a sudden I hear, bow, 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 bow. you just going absolutely crazy. So that part's kind of fun.
0: Uh, well, yeah, you're welcome.
1: Thank you. That's what I was getting to. I was getting to thank you. So do, do the read so we don't forget.
0: All right. This is the Bogey Golf Podcast. Just messing with some of these audio levels, Pat, because, uh, you know, we took the studio on the road. We this did. Is the, this is the Bogey Golf Podcast. Proud to be a part of the Belly Up Sports Network. BellyUpsports.com. Check out YouTube, the Belly Up uh, Sports page. You'll see me and Uncle Pat in there debating. Debating uh, great movies.
1: I, lo- I loved it. I thought it was really fun. It was amazing. I can't wait to do more of it.
0: Me too. It was great. We, uh, we participated, Fat We Get a Ribbon.
1: I know we get orange slices, Capri Suns for everybody all around.
0: Follow us on Instagram, Bogey Golf Pod, Twitter at Bogey Golf Pod, Facebook, The Bogey Golf Podcast, and then remember, go to that app store, download the OptiShot Academy, use the promo code Bogey, save yourself twenty percent, get it for free for fourteen days, cost you nothing. Download it, go into your thing, hit the subscribe, it'll it'll cancel you right then. That's. If you don't like it, you'll like it, though. You get videos with uh, Ben and Chad, who are absolutely amazing. It's the, it's the greatest app for learning how to be a better golfer.
1: I am so impressed with you right now. Like, sometimes I think you forget your own children's name. And I have OptiShot written down and circled because I knew you were going to F it up and not go to it. And then you just went passionate and strong. Today's your day. You're on today, aren't you?
0: Yeah, so the boy has taken an interesting golf, Pat. Oh, boy. The last two days, he's gone golfing with me. So I was finding him videos today on the way home and sending them to him, and I gave him my login for the OptiShot. So uh, that's why I'm passionate about it, because I just downloaded it on my son's phone and set them all up, because, I, like I said, every time that I talk about this, I pay for it. And I actually need to go back in and put in the promo code bogey because I'm paying full price because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing. It just signed up, you know, so I got to go in and use our promo code. But, yeah, it's an amazing app. You just put in... I need to like um need to work on my low point. Bam, there's 30 different experiments you can run to get you working on low point. You need to work on face angle. There's 30 different experiments to run for it, and they're fun experiments. And I was using it with my son today because like we're on the putting and he's like I hate putting, dad. It's it's so hard. And I so I did the thing to him that Chad did to me. I rolled the ball to him. I said, "Hit this one past the flag. Bam, hit it right past it." I said, "Hit this one short." He hit it short. I said, "Hit this one with it." He hit it within a few feet. I said, "See, you can do it. <laughs> it's not that hard."
1: <laughs> but he he does have bad DNA for that, though. I mean, like he is he is genetically cursed in the putting department. Not anymore. You see this new Scotty I just bought. I I I, I wanted to go to that. So so talk about it. We're not a golf we're not a golf podcast. But what's in the new back?
0: So, and this is not anything against the directed forest. This is my own issues. I had a. We did our um, red, white, and blue the other day, and that's where everyone, you have four guys that's the two best ball, you play six from the forward tees, six from the middle, and six from the back. So my brother, who, brother Nathan, who everyone knows now, is like a 30 handicap, but he's he's playing at about a 17. He's just, he's finally figured out how to hit the ball, so... He, he has a better,
1: he has a better swing than both of us. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. He's more athletic. He's younger. He's he's got a better swing, but he he couldn't put it all together. Like he he finally that switch finally clicked to where like his hips move with his body is in the swing now. He's actually hitting the golf ball, which he wasn't. He every shot was about a hundred yards before, uh, before the trip. Actually, I don't. He watched those damn Tiger Woods videos, and all of a sudden, flop shot. Yeah, he like downloaded into his brain like Johnny Mnemonic, but. Uh, what the hell was I talking about? Your new putter. Oh, yeah. So I putted like dog shit. And it wasn't the putter. It's me. It's always me. So I had a couple cocktails and, you know, the pro shops closed. I said, Tony, I need, what do you got in there? So I, I he snuck me in and uh, I grabbed, he got the new shipment of, of Scotty's in. So I went over there and I knew I wanted uh, a mallet type one. And I knew I wanted the, I don't like the, I don't like when the, when the shaft comes right out the bottom, you know, I like when it has yep. the little bend, but not like the huge bend. I, and I wish I knew the difference of the, cause everything is called something different, but so I like the slight bend. So he had the fastback 5.0 and I, I got my hands on that. And I, I actually putted really well for my second 18 that day. And what I did was, and this is, I'm an awful putter. Conan's a good putter. I just mimicked his stroke. I watched what he did and just tried to do it that way. He does like an arcing stroke that comes inside and goes back in. I've never putted that way before. I don't think I had one 3 putt on the entire 18.
1: So am I in trouble now? No. No, okay.
0: cuz right now I like
1: I like this one. This putter actually looks like it would be out of your skill set. So I think you reached a little bit with this.
0: No, it has uh it has a high MOI so it gets the ball rolling well. It has it's like a medium uh the toe hang weight is not a ton so it's good for a straight back straight forward putt, but also you can putt on an arc. Um, so yeah, I think it's good. It's a good putter.
1: I like the, I like the black grip.
0: And if, uh, if I don't like it, brother Nathan already said he'd give me a hundred bucks for it. So
1: uh, that's going to pay for sell for hundred. That's <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: great. <laughs> so, um, I'm pretty excited about that. And I've been having Pat, I hit the ball pretty good on the forest dunes trip, but when I got home, all of a sudden I can't hit, I couldn't hit driver. And, uh, so I went back to three wood then I started, I was just pushing everything right. My swing, you know, how it, it just gets long, you know, and yep. and I just like I could not figure out a way to shorten. And that's another reason why I'm OptiShot uh cloud nine today because I went on and watched a couple different things and just working on on shortening my uh my backswing. And I actually, I think I got I hit some pretty good drives today, so I'm I'm pretty pretty happy. The other day, on I think it was Monday. I was just like I'm. I don't want to play golf anymore. Like every, I was losing every. Everything was going right. I was making shitty contact, and then I'm overcompensating, so I'm just swinging like a madman. You know, you're just getting that in that yep. mindset, and I'm just like, I don't want to play golf anymore. And then I don't know if it's like the golf gods or what, but the the boy for the first time ever was like, I want to go play golf the next day. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell was, him. It well. was
1: the golf gods,
0: yeah, because they knew. I think I was close to like. I don't know, crying or something. It was a really, really rough uh, few days on the course.
1: See, I'm jealous because I've it's been actually cause limited you... in golf because I became your property brother cousin on my own house. <laughs> and it's become, it's become a project. What started as a gutter job has become much, much more. When you, uh, when you peel the covers back on anything over 60 years old, it's probably a little scary underneath yeah,
0: like that old lady on the Titanic,
1: right? I uh, know. Once you pull those covers down, whoosh, so what's things, go- used, things used to be in other places that used to not have as many cobwebs on them. It's a little bit different.
0: <laughs> what's going on at Uncle, Kat's, Uncle Pat's Castle?
1: Just a little bit of uh, fascia board replacement, some other stuff like that that led to some other issues, but almost done. Um, I also have a, a golf trip this weekend, so I, I'm on a tighter time frame than normal. I don't want to leave the house unbuttoned up for the misses.
0: Yeah, you can't do that. You get a bigger rainstorm and all of a sudden there's one drop of rain comes in and your nuts are hanging on the tree.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so no, I, I'm a little jealous of the golf. I can tell like right now you're in your uh your nice sweet dearborn country club shirt and I'm in a ghetto ass white t-shirt cuz I just took a shower and washed a bunch of paint off my body.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh Yeah, so my golf game, I think it's because it's hard for me to swing when my ass is still so sore from what you did to me at Forest Dunes.
1: So we're going to go there.
0: Well, you fucked me raw, Pat.
1: So, okay, we're going to start it off then, and we're going to go a little out of order here, because this goes hand in hand. So I am the first ever self-appointed bogey of the week. Because in general, I really like you. I enjoy spending time with you. You make me laugh. We have fun together. Mm -hmm. But when we play golf together, I want to fucking own you. And I turn in to something on the golf course that needs to be recreated playing with someone else but you.
0: Do you think it's that you're just... I put you in a good mindset? Or are you just... You think that like the the pain that you see in my face when you stick a green, like feed fuels you like uh feed me Seymour. Like my, my body slowly dying. You're like sucking the life force out of me. Is that what's happening?
1: I I think it's a little bit of both because we have fun, but like, so this time I would say overall on a golf course, my confidence is a three out of 10, like in general on a golf course, my comfort level. I was talking. I was basically calling my shots to you. Mm-hmm. Like it was an out of body experience. Like someone asked me how did you play, and I said I-, I don't know. I blacked out.
0: It was uh, it was amazing. I'm putting together the video now, and there's going to be a montage of me just shaking my head and shrugging my shoulders because <coughs> it's pretty much every shot you hit. He just like will pan over to me, and it's just like deer in the headlights. He just stuck another green. I don't know what to do. Like. I, I just feel like I didn't, I didn't lose. I played like my normal round of golf. I actually like probably played decent. There were some times where I was hitting shots because I was trying to stick it close where I, I bladed it and stuff. I think if, if I was playing just a normal, normal round of golf, I probably would have been low nineties instead of mid nineties. But, um, it's just, I mean, you just, you just gave it to me. You gave it to me every way. Um, it finished all over my face. There's no, there's no way around it. It was all stuck in my hair.
1: <laughs> it was nasty. And I don't know. I might be pregnant. But, but what I'm worried about, so why I'm the bogey of the week. So up there, I looked back. I went 90. I'm sorry. I went 86, which was the second lowest round of my career. Mm-hmm. I was there. A- 83, which then became the lowest round of my career.
0: Yeah, 83, where you were uh, at one point two under after four holes.
1: Yeah, that's never happened before. No. Um, and then um, 90. So, A, I'm the bogey of the week for for sucking and not being able to do this against anyone else but you. Because I came home, and I think I went 96, 97 on easier courses. Um, But also I'm the bogey of the week because doing the right thing, people, posting your scores – I cost myself three strokes in league. <laughs> 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 yeah. So the first week, first week of league is Tuesday night, and I'm now down three because of the one round of stomping on your ass. <laughs>
0: three rounds of stomping on my ass.
1: Yeah, but the one really hurt. The eighty the, Replacing like a 93 with an 83, that one moves the needle a little bit.
0: Yeah, and that one's going to stay on there for a while too.
1: Oh, yeah. That, it that, should that's gonna as, linger. This should like, be that's a tournament round. For a while. And the cool part is, unless I golf with you again, I have a 0% chance of replicating it.
0: Well, we still got a couple challenges out there, so
1: um speaking of challenges, did you did you happen to catch any of the foreplay Kisner match today?
0: I did not. I, I saw maybe a I saw Riggs make a putt to put him up one. Um but that's all I saw so far on the
1: Instagram. So I will say this, it gives me hope because they played US Open course from seventy six hundred yards, and they effing beat him. They really they did. They won by they won one up. That, um, that shocks me. And that putt on eighteen basically sealed it. Like he made almost a walk off putt on eighteen to seal it. And I think they finished one under from seventy six hundred yards on the U.S. Open course. Now I don't know if we can beat Elena just the two of us. But I think if we throw our new cameraman guru brother Nathan in the mix, I think we have a shot.
0: We the, between the two of us, we could we could beat her.
1: I don't know if we could go. I don't know if we could shoot par together.
0: We gotta make but, her. We gotta make her play the same tees as uh, us. It doesn't really. She hits the ball further than us anyway, so it
1: doesn't really right, matter. Right. So then she hits it further from us from the same tee. We can't even make excuses then. Like, at least when she's a tee up, we can at least have some pride and say, oh, she's a tee box up. But when her ball shits on ours from the same tee, that makes it a little more difficult.
0: Yeah. I bet, you know what? I don't know if we could beat her, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. A two-man scramble with no strokes, we'd probably shoot in the 80s.
1: Probably. Yeah. I um, mean, unless I pretend I'm playing you, and then I'll shoot, like, a 72 Because blackout. They had,
0: they had a four-man scramble. That's a little bit different. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that's what that's what still, I was thinking. We need Brother Nathan and Mrs. Bogey Golf.
0: And yeah, yeah, for yeah, like no way. I don't think we, me and you together, probably couldn't beat her.
1: No, I would guess we would shoot right around eighty. Because there's going to be a point where we both blow one OB. Right, and, and she, doesn't, she doesn't hit the. Ball we're hitting three from a Because
0: the she yeah, beat, so, or she lost to. Uh, she played like Jeff Lesson and somebody else in a scramble, but I think she gave them, I think she gave them like 10 strokes or something and she lost. But they were a scramble. She was herself and she gave them 10 strokes. So it's like, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot. If she gave us strokes, we would win, but I don't know that we could beat her straight up. So like when. It would be a good fort- challenge though. Us scrambling against her, that would be a good challenge. Maybe we play the forward tees, she plays the blue tees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was uh I was telling the guys at my club about the the red white, and blue um is that probably the most fun event you guys have
0: Yes, but this year was different, so i usually i'm on a set team with guys usually but uh one of the guys is like a president of a big auto company and he's got to go to like overseas and stuff, so he actually is out of the club for this year because he's pretty much living in uh in europe so because, you know, you got two-week... The uh, yep. same reason why the pros aren't coming over here. So, um...
1: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic
0: Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has
1: all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's. Fresh for everyone.
2: Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh
1: for everyone.
2: Hi, I'm
1: Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.
0: I played with a new team and there's a ton of strategy involved and he was the guy who kind of kept track of, like we had a system of what holes we played. So you really have to have a leader and it was me, Conan, another buddy and uh, brother Nathan. So we didn't really have a guy that stepped out front to say like, this is what we're doing. So... Um, there were so many you teams. Needed, we started. You needed on, me. Yeah, we started on the back nine. We used four of the blacks on the back nine, and we were like one under. And then, I just think our strategy wasn't the wasn't the greatest. We ended up like um, I think we were eleven or twelve under. So we didn't even we didn't win any money or anything. What's what one? Uh, like one one twenty six. So what is that? Uh one forty four is par. Because it's two man okay. baseball,
1: so whatever that is. So 22 under.
0: Um, Yeah. And that was, there was like
1: three teams with that. And so were there holes where brother Nathan was getting like two strokes and teeing off in the women's tee.
0: Yeah, there were uh, quite a few of them. He gets, uh, two strokes on every hole except the par threes where he gets one.
1: So he would, so there were times teeing off from, from the women's tee getting two.
0: Yeah. And he, he carried us. He played well. And, uh, like he stuck a couple greens on the par threes. He missed a very short putt on, uh, on the par three, like he stuck it, probably. I mean, it was in, was in, was within four feet, and you know it's all. If I was playing him normal, and it, but it was a birdie, so I wouldn't have gave it to him if we were playing. But you know, you got to make him putt it because it's a competition with other guys. You're supposed to be no gimmies. You putt everything in. So he missed it, and then he he tapped it in, but um, still getting one. So it was still a birdie, but it would have been a two for a one. And um, like he had a chip in, like I mean, we used his score. A lot. He he definitely carried the team. If he was on any other team, his team would have won.
1: Besides, uh, besides destroying you, my favorite part of the trip was him making the birdie at uh, on the loop. Like I just loved the, the pure lo- enjoyment of, <laughs> on his face of making the birdie. The
0: uh, the running around Jojo the idiot circus boy.
1: Yeah, I loved it. It was it was awesome. It was, like, it was genuine
0: good. happiness when he made that putt. Yeah,
1: just raw emotion, and it was it was cool because he there was no filter. He was letting it out like you said he was running around like the circus boy.
0: So he's never beaten me straight up. It's and coming. It's oh, it's coming for sure. But when we were playing that round, uh he we get to the last hole and I he like missed a short putt or something, and it was for a seven and I had a six. And I said, That putt just cost you the match, and I was just fucking with him. Like I didn't know what we were at, and I
1: beat him by one
0: stroke. Wow. <laughs> he's like, Oh my god, that putt really did cost me the
1: match. Poor brother Nathan. Um, let's let's go a little deeper into um, the Forest Dunes trip. All right. So, first off, thank you to everyone at Forest Dunes for hosting us. Um, video
0: coming soon. I'm I'm editing it. It's a lot of work.
1: I'm hoping he stops it just after the fourth hole because that's when I was two under. Before he decided to ice me, um, I had to poop. But we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so um, I get up there a little bit early Tuesday. I got a couple of conference calls in the afternoon. I'm, I'm working. And next thing you know, you and brother Nathan come by in a golf cart. And you said, they told me to do whatever we want to do. And like you guys were just gone. So you guys went out and played some golf. So then you and I head out and we play the loop for the first time on this trip. And being honest, my impression of the loop has gotten better every single time I played it. I agree. I actually had a really fun time playing. I think it's a really fun golf course to play. And I think one of the reasons you might be thinking you are hitting your driver bad is look how tight your club is compared to where we played the week before.
0: That might be it. Cause I, I bet that I, I was on the loop spraying it right and left and it just didn't matter because you can always find it and you get the extra 50 yards of roll when it hits the ground. So it's like, it is very deceiving because I, I know that, um, yeah, you just, you think you're hitting the ball so much further.
1: <laughs> right. And you think you're hitting it straighter when in reality you're, you're in an 80 yeah. yard fairway.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And and then you go back to your twelve yard fairways at good old DCCC, and it looks a little tight out there. Um so we did that. Went shopping in good old Ross Common Michigan, where uh following the Gov's order was not in style.
0: No, there I didn't see one mask or tooth in any of those stores. <laughs> Uh, it is, uh, it's a weird place, right? Cause you have the, this, like, even though it's laid back, it's what I would consider. It's a, it's a luxurious place. Like it's, it's a buck and a half for the round. It's, it's, you know, it's top five or whatever, top, whatever the hell it is. Top, what is it? Top 20 in the country, top five in the state.
1: They have three. Top hundred courses in Golf Digest. Yeah.
0: So there are three top hundred <laughs> courses in golf. So I mean, it's like a, it's a, it's a plush place. We're mm-hmm. staying in a, in a room with with granite and leather couches, and then like you get, you go into the store, and the McDonald's closes at eight o'clock. <laughs> like, it's so a we, different world. Up there. We tried to order, and it's not because like yes, part of it is because we're on shutdown, but not all of it because when we went before, remember we were going to go up to the bar. And it turned out the bar closed at like eleven or
1: something.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's cool that way too, though. But it's definitely like we needed food, and there was one place to get food.
1: Well, let let's be clear though. We needed food because we're fat. Yeah, <laughs> we, we had our we had already eaten.
0: We got burgers, yeah. but they just didn't do enough for me. It was only a half <laughs> pound burger. I mean, I'm a growing <laughs> boy.
1: It was only a half pound burger and a pound of fries. How is that supposed to fill a man up? Yeah, that's right. Um, so we had a good time there. And then the next day we went out and I thought I was a man playing 36. I left and you and brother Nathan did something that I didn't think was possible. You guys legit played what? 54 holes of golf in under 10 hours.
0: Yes, it was amazing. So I played, when we did the eighteen at at Forest Dunes, brother Nathan could not really play because he was taking video. So he hit some shots, but he really wanted to play the Forest Dunes course because it's beautiful. He played the loop in both directions, but he wanted to play the Forest Dunes course. So, like, yeah, we'll go, we'll go out, and I'll play nine with you. I'm I'm dead tired, but I'll play nine with you. And uh,
1: and then forty five minutes later, when yeah, you're like we, making we, the turn,
0: we made the turn in like an hour and ten minutes or something. And he's like, "Why I'd really like to." Uh, I'd like to keep going, and I'm not going to say no. Like, who's going to be that guy? No, I, we got to get home, even though we're three right. hours away. Like, all right, let's get right. going. So, be
1: even uh, though I'm drunk and you're driving.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, I was sober by then. It was in, <laughs> I was out of beer, and they wouldn't sell me any. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was uh it was a marathon session of golf, 54 holes. But I don't think we had a round that was over three and a half hours. Um, I. Was under hundred every round, and uh, I was tired, tired. Like I had to be up for work the next day at seven a.m., and I got home at about two. So I got home at like two, took a shower. And, no, it was like twelve thirty. I got home at, like twelve thirty, took a shower, and like was super tired. But that weird kind of tired, where after the shower I just could not fall asleep. Yep. So I was up till probably like two two thirty. And I felt like just as soon as I got some good sleep, the fucking alarm went off to go to work.
1: See, I, that's why I had uh, I had a big day the next day work wise. So I, I just knew it wasn't going to be nine and I couldn't get home at midnight. Like I had to get home and get a good night's sleep and, and be ready to go again. But you guys,
0: you were home showered and uh, almost in bed doing work already when before we even left.
1: Right. Which is, which was cool. So that's for, for everyone in Metro Detroit, um, there's countless reasons why Forest students is my favorite place. The One of them is you get that full up north complete escape in legitimately around three hours or less. Through other places are five, six hours, five hours, I guess, four and a half, five hours. That hour and a half on the drive home makes a huge difference.
0: Oh, 100%. Plus the hour and a half on the way out there is the difference between getting a round of 18 in that day and getting ready right. for the morning.
1: Yeah. So it was uh, the accommodations were top notch. Um, they have all kinds of combinations accommodations. We were lucky enough to have a villa within walking distance of the clubhouse, which like you said, very plush leather recliners, nice little kitchen. Like it's a, It would be a cool place to hang out for a week. And I mean, then we've previously stayed in the giant houses, which are, Badass.
0: The giant houses are, if you're going with a group of guys, that's the way to do it. Get a couple houses and uh, just let her rip.
1: Yeah, so we we will have um, Don from Forest Dunes on to talk about everything and talk about the trip. But um, for anyone looking to book either a quick uh, up and down in a day, a really long day, um, which I actually, I talked about our trip to a guy who I do business with, and him and his son went up today and did it. Um, they played both courses today, and they came home, so all in one day that 's a long day, but cool day for him and his son um
0: it's a long day, but we i mean it's not that it's not it's not it's undoable doable. it's it's definitely doable, especially now with the days being long
1: yeah, like you could leave here at six thirty tee off at ten ten thirty and then get thirty six in and be home by eleven twelve o'clock at night
0: yeah, and they're open now too with the restaurants and stuff, so you can get you can buy beer now you can uh I know there's like limited capacity and stuff, but that shouldn't be an issue.
1: I don't think so. I think I think they'll I think they'll happily take care of anyone who who wants to come in. So for students, in my opinion, um, I give the trip a ten out of ten. I thought it was phenomenal. Um, service facilities. Uh, we joked about it before that the loop kind of gets the bad rap because like the older sister is a, a F and ten, so it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to live up to. Um, to Forest dune standard, but it's really fun um the short course we're putting in looks absolutely amazing like that's something I can't wait to get back up there and do and overall, just a great trip
0: <laughs> it's it, uh it's a lot of fun, and like everyone is just really nice up there and it's partially because we're big stars, so I don't know that everyone gets treated with the they where they roll out red carpets and hand jobs, but the
1: uh <laughs> Just, no, the, second, but, the but, second part got me. Yeah. Car, I was okay with the red carpet part, but you got me on the second part.
0: No, but for real, the people there are just so nice, and and I I said it to Don while we were up there. It's just you don't go places, especially in the middle of a pandemic, where people are happy to be there. Like like people aren't happy to be anywhere right now, and those and those people are at work and they're just happy. We talked to a girl who was working the halfway uh, shack when they're not even able to sell. Beer. So we bought stuff just because we figured she was, you know, it's the middle of the week and you can't sell beer. She can't be making much money. So we went to make sure we bought something from her and tipped her. And she was saying how she had an internship and she was just happy to be able to be out there working for uh, for a couple days to see the people before she left for her internship.
1: That's America right there, buddy. No, that's not America. <laughs> that's, that's what needs to be America.
0: Yeah, you don't see people that are just happy to be at work and that just like enjoy being part of something. And everyone that works there is, is like just happy to be there and, and helpful and nice. It's just, it's crazy.
1: Right, where, where the hell is this place that we're <laughs> exactly. at right now?
0: <laughs> I've been to lots of other places, lots of other high end places, and people are not just happy to be there.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And what's funny about her is I was going to mention her too. Is she started smiling us at us on the green? Maybe it's because we're superstars. No, I forgot well, for about sure. that part. I think I heard her whispering, um, "Oh my God, is that the bogey golf guys?" Um, but she was so excited just to like have people talk to her and just to give us anything. I mean, it, it was it was awesome.
0: Well, brother Nathan has that effect on the ladies.
1: He does. <laughs> you don't see many golfers with sleeves out there, but brother Nathan works it. Yep. Um, all right, so I, I kind of want to give you a little bit of kudos here for the second of the three puts. I kind of I turned up the pressure. I've had another golf trip this weekend, and I kind of turned up the pressure a little bit to get you to go. I started dangling the line. You, you told me no a couple months back. We had a spot open, threw the line in the water, threw the line in the water, tried to set the hook. And then you're just a man of the people who, on Friday, you got to feed the kids. Like you can't not go to work. No, and I had a hat tip to you for that.
0: <laughs> I can miss like during the week, but I, Tuesdays and Fridays, I just where we feed the kids those days. I can't miss.
1: And, and, and good for you. Like, I mean, cause it's a pretty solid trip I'm going on and we'll, we'll talk about it a little more in detail next week. Cause this is our forest dunes focus. Um, but kudos to you for, uh, for once again, being happy to go to work.
0: Yeah, I have a <laughs> I have a good job though. I I can't ever complain about. Everyone should uh go to college, get your degree and be a lunch lady cuz it's amazing.
1: Right. I mean, you are getting ready to enter your your peak season now of 36 every day for the next 90 days, so.
0: No, we got we're doing uh I applied for the waiver. I think we're going to be doing the feeding all
1: summer. Are you really?
0: I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure yet, but we're, if if we're allowed to by the state, we mm-hmm. will do it, so. I'll only be able to play 36 four days a week.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know how you're gonna get by.
0: I'll be it'll be tough. I mean, I'm sure I'll be in there angry, but we're gonna do it. Damn it. We gotta feed those kids.
1: All right. So on to the biggest sports event we've had since what was it, March thirteenth, the yes. day the world stopped? Yep. Go.
0: All right. So Pat, I want to tell you how great I thought this event was. Uh, What are we going to call it? The match two? Yeah. Okay. So it was absolutely... Amazing. They did everything right. I had a few gripes about the, the tailor-made one and this, this one, they knew what they were doing. I know that I, I talked a little bit of shit about having like uh Brady and Peyton in there. And why did we need them? And we needed them because they totally changed the entire mood of the thing.
1: They were awesome additions.
0: They were, they were great additions right on the practice range before it even started. And I posted on our Instagram, Peyton Manning started talking shit about a caddy, and he said he'd bring Eli. Then he's like, well, i think maybe Nick Foles. And then, no, I think I would have brought Bill Belichick. And like Brady's right there and he's just saying everything that you would say. That's how you talk shit. You say true things in a joking manner. And Peyton knew what he was doing and he, like he was pushing buttons.
1: Don't you think Peyton was the winner of this?
0: Yes. Peyton and Charles Barkley.
1: And JT, yep.
0: JT is fucking great on the stick.
1: Okay, so did you hear my my favorite line? There were multiple ones, but at one point, Tiger left a putt short, and JT said, "Yeah, if this were our normal game, we'd be making meowing noises at him." <laughs> so basically, saying we would have called Tiger a pussy. <laughs> yeah, and and I actually had to explain it to <laughs> to the wife. I was like, he basically just called Tiger a pussy. Yeah, I was, but he left it short. right now.
0: Um. Just it was so good, and so like I just had a whole bunch of uh just thoughts like- an- uh, the other part that was cool is like Phil, who just talks about his shots, and he says so many words that it's like like it's just cool to hear him tell Brady where to hit the ball and when he's talking about the color of the grass and the way to play, and like all the shit that goes into it, like Bryson gets the mad scientist. Uh, moniker but phil is so he's a fucking maniac
1: when he broke down the different colors of grasses i think my jaw just hit the ground and then, i just sat there staring at it like holy shit
0: when he said something when he hit that chip and he hit it close and he said something like that's what does it for me or something like talking yeah. about how basically he was hard from hitting that chip that's fucking like that's great it was so great
1: and then another one, he had to walk back to cart to get to get his putter because he didn't think he'd need it. Yeah, he thought he would get it close <laughs> enough for the gimme.
0: Uh, and so then that got me down this other rabbit hole of this medalist golf club where um, you got JT, Tiger, DJ, Brooks, Ricky Fowler are all members there. Do you think they get to play in the club championship? I don't know.
1: I mean, how can you? I mean, they're members. You're right.
0: So I would like, like to see like the the club champion. Can you imagine being in the in the flight and getting like twelve? Well they probably pluses. So if you're like a ten, you're probably getting eighteen strokes or something from those guys and playing or ima- them.
1: Or imagine the A-flight. Like if you're in the A flight at at Plum or Dearborn, you're like a five or below. Right. Here you gotta be like, oh, you're a plus two? Get yeah. the fuck out of here, B flighter.
0: Yeah, you gotta qualify for the A flight at ours. Like you have to be a certain handicap and you have to Play a
1: qualifying round where you
0: shoot under a certain score.
1: Yeah. Well, what is it there? N- minus two?
0: Yeah, exactly. So that got me thinking like, what do you think it costs to join there?
1: I don't know. I, okay. First off, is it an option? Can you join there? I don't know. Did you look it up?
0: I, I golf, uh, golf.com has a, a article about it. And they say that, uh, Let's see. Greg Norman was one of the club's founders, and he co-designed the eighteen-hole course with Pete Dye. It opened in ninety-five. The same year, it hosted the Shell's Wonderful World of Golf duel between Norman and Nick Price. Uh, let's see. What does it cost to join? How much does it cost to join? It's not cheap, according to the Golf Life agent, which breaks down the prices for both Medalist Golf Club and the Homes on the Medalist Village. The initiation fee for the club is what do you think it is? Two fifty. Less. 110,000. Okay. And then uh, the same that's website.
1: A, that's the same as the one in my backyard. Yeah. I'm way rather joint
0: medalist. And that says, the website says that it's uh, 18000 a year in dues.
1: You spend that in the summer.
0: <laughs> yeah. But that's just the dues. I don't think that covers like the food and the drinks and stuff.
1: Um, I'm shocked it's that low.
0: They have 270 members. 22 of them on the PGA Tour or LPGA Tour. Um, And then it just has like the list of people I just said Fowler, Johnson, Brooks, Kepka, JT, and uh, Dan Marino. But don't, and then it says don't get too excited. $110,000 will get you on the waiting list.
1: (laughs) Could you imagine? And I don't know if your club is like this, but at ours, so say you say you sign up as a threesome, and then someone can jump in and fill that four spot. Yeah, I mean, imagine like it's you, me, and brother Nathan on a Saturday morning, and all of a sudden, up rolls DJ like, "Hey, fucks, can I get a game?" And then it's just game over. Or imagine like going to take a shit, and DJ's they were doing stuff off a of toilet seat. <laughs> it would be crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but there are normal guys who live there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's there. two hundred and seventy members. Only twenty of them are or twenty-two are on the tour. So yeah, it's them and a bunch of dentists and shit. It's
1: you gotta crazy. I think you gotta be a pretty uh, a pretty big swing and richer to get in there though.
0: Probably. It has to be. Uh, another thing about the match that was Tiger was funny as fuck on that thing.
1: In the awesome smart ass dry kind of way. Yeah,
0: for sure. So there were a couple times like on the fifth hole. Uh Tiger would read Peyton's putts, right? And then he'd tell like he asked him how hard to hit it, and he'd say, like, you know, 110, 95, or like 95, yeah. 95. So he tells Peyton to hit it 105 for the speed, and Peyton hits it and leaves it way short. And Tiger just said, just with that deadpan fucking asshole, that was more like seventy <laughs> five. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good.
1: Um, well, I, I, I love the cart cams. Like Peyton. The cart cams were amazing. amazing. Yeah amazing um uh, don't you think though that, that like phil wasn't stepping it up like that's just phil
0: yes yes tiger said that when phil was on the long drive one where phil was saying like uh got to get the shoulder turn engage the calves <laughs> like <laughs> and all that shit tiger's like this is how he is all the time this is just <laughs> like he had that he drinks that special coffee with whatever the fuck's in it and he's just a uh, um so yeah and then on 6 Peyton or Tiger's doing that interview and Peyton's like he needs his caddy and Tiger comes re- going over to like read his putt so like Peyton's calling him his caddy and then uh like Tiger busted that joke on JT for not graduating from Alabama yes. <laughs> which was fucking great <laughs> and then um on that same hole Uh, Brady leaves a putt like way short and then like his microphone just goes out. So I was, and and then you hear the other guys laughing. So I'm
1: assuming he's just fucking swearing up a storm. (laughs) So he was for how good Peyton was out of the shoot up until the shot where Brady busted his pants open. He was awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, bad.
0: Well, what I think is like, he's an eight handicap, right? I'm pretty sure, just judging by the fact that he didn't know where to drop and how to drop, that his eight handicap is based on the fact that if he hits one out of bounds, he just drops one and hits it and doesn't count it <laughs> because he didn't know the he didn't know what the red line was or the red stakes, right. which right. you know. Well, the be- the I taught Garrison that said, today drop
1: it by the red line. He goes, I don't see a line. Yeah. <laughs> like, <"No."
0: laughs> yeah. So um, it was just it was so good. I um and,
1: and Chuck was on fire.
0: Chuck was on fire, and and the fact that he was talking shit to Tom Brady bef- like he tells him, "If you hit the green, I'll donate fifty grand." And then, like he misses the green, he said, "I should have said if you hit the earth." <laughs> like, it's just like so good. And then he talks shit to him, and and then Brady sticks that shot that had a lot of fucking mustard on it, man. That thing was spinning back, and um he knocks it he knocks it in and then he tells him suck on that chuck. <laughs> I'm like, you don't ever hear shit like it was so good. It was well, so
1: good. When I think that's where the I think Barkley and then Peyton and Brady took it took the seriousness down. Like that that's what like you said that's what they added. Like they didn't add much from from the golf perspective. Except no. for me realizing Peyton Manning is really good.
0: Yeah, he's a really good golfer. He also um He's he's a really good golfer, but you could you can see like watching him walk around and stuff all the neck surgeries that he's had. Like he can't he cannot turn his head like a normal person. And like I was trying to figure out what it was, and then I realized that he's like had his whole neck is like one piece of metal. Yeah, Yeah. so like you can football took a lot out of him,
1: and then he threw fifty touchdown passes without able to move his head.
0: Right. (laughs) Um. (laughs) There was a hole where they gave, uh, they gave Tiger a par putt because it was over the same line that Peyton had.
1: That's legit match yeah, play strategy. Was, right was there was so
0: so good. And then uh, I don't know if you remember this, but like late on in the match, uh, Chuck is talking shit to JT, and JT called him a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't say yeah, that. Can't say that t- and then he starts. Chuck starts talking about bullying. <laughs> And then, did you remember the story that JT said about Tiger in the uh, President's Cup? No, go. So they're on the sixteenth hole, and I guess it's like a a tight, tight fairway. And he said Tiger hadn't said anything the whole the whole day, and he's on the tee box, and it's alternate shot. So uh, Tiger just walks up to him, and he said, "I don't care what I have in, just hit the fucking fairway." <laughs> it was the first <laughs> thing he said to him all day. <laughs>
1: I. I think if you and I played alternate shot, we'd kill each other. For sure. That that could that could be a good something to record for the people, though, because there would be some major, especially if you, we were each separately mic'd up and couldn't hear each other.
0: Well, I think next time we do something, we need to have a, a camera, a golf cart camera
1: going at all times. That was awesome. Just hook the GoPro up on the cart. Yeah, we have to get another one and
0: we'll do it on the cart and we'll figure out another way for... Um, yeah, we'll figure out another way to do it. But another thing, Phil has just like an ass load of sayings. Halisha seed. Yeah, <laughs> Halisha seed, and then
1: he goes salty.
0: Yeah, on eleven. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. He, he hit that the green on eleven, and he he said about engaging the calves again. And then he go, <laughs> and then he said that was salty. And then Brady makes the the putt for Eagle. And then they have that weird high five where they can't, right. they remember they couldn't touch like right before they did it. So then Brady looked like the, the meme where he's on the sidelines trying to <laughs> high five people. Um, so the, the beginning was cool, but the, the modified alternate shot definitely made it like it was, I, it was f- so much fun.
1: I thought Phil and Brady were just done. Yeah. I the think because Brady was so bad. And then they, they made a match of it. it was great in the dark, and kudos to those guys. I mean I'll play in anything, but i might have I might even tapped down in that
0: i I would have went in the locker room like they couldn't because obviously it's for charity, and you don't want to be the guy who leaves the charity event, but uh like <laughs> it was pouring rain, there were puddles out there, and it was just coming down from every direction and they played,
1: and Peyton never stopped smiling. No, my
0: other <laughs> uh, on sixteen was the uh, hole in one for twenty five million dollars.
1: When they all threw fucking darts, they all threw darts
0: with <laughs> with uh, um, what's his name he was on the phone, um, the quarterback. Yeah, Russell Wilson's on the phone. He's like, if one of them gets it within whatever was what it ten feet, uh, five feet, five feet or something. Yeah, I'll yeah. donate a hundred thousand meals, and then tiger sticks it and then he's like phil sticks no. it.
1: no no tiger was outside Tiger. oh that's was right tiger job. hit the
0: shitty one brady stuck it phil stuck it and then i thought Peyton was gonna i thought he aced it
1: he put it like two feet
0: do you think that all the people because it was a 25 million dollar hole in one plus everyone got a six-pack <laughs> if you're the ins- if you're the guy who insured that when that ball was tracking, his asshole could have made a diamond. There's
1: no... Oh, he's, no, like, no, he's dead. Yeah. He just exploded.
0: Yeah. Like, that ball <laughs> was going in. First of all, Phil's almost went in because he yes. caught the ridge and just just missed it because he had too much spin backspin on it. But, um, like, I thought Peyton's was going in and, like, $25 million. Because, you know, they only insured it for probably, like... Five hundred thousand or something. It's not like because the odds are so so against somebody making one.
1: Um, Speaking of hole in one, I almost made one on you, but okay, back to that. I remember that.
0: And then on seventeen is my favorite part of the entire thing. Phil's explaining the putt uh, to Brady, and like he's doing his whole thing where he's talking about the grass and all this shit. And Tom responds by he just looks at him and he says. Um fast, but not slow, like <laughs> that was just, like just totally confused, like fast but not slow, and like and then Phil says something else to him, and then Brady hits the putt exactly where, and uh it doesn't go in, and then Phil, phil hits in the oh, I gave you a bad read <laughs> like <in> twenty <laughs> minutes of reading the putt, and it was the wrong fucking read. it was so good
1: um phil <sighs> Brady came across. I mean, obviously he's probably the greatest quarterback of all time. But didn't he come across as like the model in the family? Like wouldn't you expected Brady to be a little smarter and wittier? Um Or was he just out of his element?
0: I don't know that I don't know if he was out of his element or just I you know how once you start <laughs> You know, like yeah, once you start hitting bad shots imagine doing that but with millions of people watching (laughs) and you know that you can hit the shot but you just we talked about it when you said you had the shanks brady had he just couldn't find the fairway and and he couldn't find the fairway and there's just millions and millions of people watching and phil mickelson is trying to help you out (laughs) And, like, it's like, you don't want, I don't need swing tips from Phil Mickelson. Like, I need to get it simple. And Phil's telling me the grains are the fucking grass and shit. Like.
1: Why did, did did Tom lose his driver? Or he just, he's, or he's part of the Larry D club. I'm just, I don't play with drivers.
0: So, I I wanted to bring that up too. Because on that hole, uh, I think Tom hit it 202. And he hit, like, a 3-wood. That was the longest drive challenge. And Peyton definitely hit driver and he only hit it 2 one Tom Brady beat him by a yard. So they just said that that Brady doesn't uh, – he didn't have a driver. But JT said that he's played rounds with him before, and he's hit a driver. So maybe he was just spraying it around the day before, so he decided to leave the driver in the bag and play it safe, which did not help him.
1: And, and went with his dialed-in three-wood that could go <laughs> just as far into the palmetto wishes. Yep. Yeah, it was uh... – it was a great event, though. Like you said, they nailed it. They, I think they took the lessons learned from the first one and probably even from the week before. Like, being second in this scenario wasn't a bad thing.
0: No, it was a great thing. But what the difference between this one and the first one is the first one was for $9 million. so
1: Straight cash, homie. Yeah,
0: those guys, like, you ain't fucking around when it's $9 million. That's different. This was for... For fun, for charity. charity. It was meant to be entertaining. And that's where I think they need to do, if they do another one, do it only for, for charity or do it for different shit where the focus is just on um, being entertaining. And the One Club Challenge was, was awesome.
1: That was awesome. So, you, you know who I like, I, how I always like to give credit when people have a good idea. So, CBS Sportsline did their list of what the next match should be. And a few of them, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of um, Brooks and Matt Ryan versus Rahman Rogers. Don't care. Phil and Breeze versus Ricky and Ben. Blah. Here's where it gets good. So for their number one one, Tiger and MJ versus Rory and Steph. The old guard versus the new guard. I would pay money for that. Yes. Yes. I need that. I need that to happen. And that can be for any charity like that, so so kudos to that Kyle could, Porter at CBS. That That's could unreal. go for
0: um, like Mayweather-Pacquiao money for me on pay-per-view.
1: That's unreal.
0: I I'd drop a hunt's again on that.
1: Could you imagine? Because I mean, Steph's like this nice, polished kid. When MJ drops the first like, banging his wife comment or something like that, or or actually attacks like his six-year-old, cute little daughter and talks about something horrible doing to her. Like
0: I I would. I would enjoy watching Michael rip
1: his soul out. Um, I also, though, like, I would like more of this, like, this content. And even if it goes back to, like, the show Wonderful World of Golf or some kind of fun, unbuttoned golf content, it's just great. Like, it it was everything I wanted it to be.
0: So I think, no joke, this is what got the boy to want to go play golf. Was watching this? He watched this with me. He never watches golf with me ever because it's boring, but this wasn't yeah. boring. And it had people in it. So he's not like he doesn't get super excited about Tom, or, um, Tiger or Phil because he's not a golf guy, but he does yeah. watch football. You know, he knows who everybody knows who Tom Brady is. Yep. And everybody knows who Peyton Manning is. So he wanted to see them play golf.
1: Um, was it just the angle? Or were those golf carts going a solid forty-five miles? Those an hour?
0: golf carts were so fast. Do we know what they went for?
1: I don't. I don't care. I want. I just want. A, I want a stock one. Like I don't either stick or decorate it. One. Like I just want one.
0: So, uh, Barstool beat me to it with uh, never putting your golf glove in your pocket again. They're only putting it on the steering wheel, like Tiger. That was badass. I, I I've, wish I wish I've they would have seen that
1: move before and I can't, I can't remember who it was but I've seen it before playing golf.
0: Zurecki puts it on the windshield.
1: And I thought it was pretty badass.
0: Like on the on the bar of the windshield yeah. so it can if it's hot it'll dry out when he when he drives. It, which is, you know, that's cool but the st- <laughs> Tiger putting it on the steering wheel. It's like does he do anything not fucking awesome?
1: Nope. Nope, he's pretty legit. So uh, I well remember, done everyone yeah. in the match.
0: I can't remember the last time I watched something and did not have, I have no gripes. It was, it was perfect. The announcers let the guys talk. They didn't talk over them. They like uh, just, and then at the end, we top it off. The cherry on that beautiful Sunday is the bogey challenge with Charles Berkeley. <laughs> wish- like, I wish it was live. I didn't realize it was pre-recorded or whatever, but um, that was great to watch.
1: Why couldn't we sponsor that for like 20 bucks? I mean, <laughs> you we, we're, we're the bogey guys. Like, I Why know. do they need tens of thousands of dollars?
0: So I think that in some of our challenges, we are going to have to do like a bogey, cha- a bogey one club challenge or something where we pick the, like the next place we go to. We play our match and everything, and then the number one handicap hole, we play it from the tips with one club to see if we can make bogey.
1: Zero percent chance. No, not at all. Zero we we could pick the easiest hole and play from the tips with one club and not make bogey.
0: I've made I've made par on number nine from the tips with the pitching wedge.
1: Wedge, 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 make the putt.
0: Yeah. So a pitch, I about, pitching wedge and a putter.
1: Um our our number one handicap holes are really tight, like four thirty par three. Or sorry, par four. And I've always thought like I would be so much better playing this. Pitching wedge, pitching wedge, pitching wedge, and hope to make the putt. I think I would actually score better playing it that way, but of course you can't.
0: Right. I beat Brother Nathan with a pitching wedge and a putter, and he had his entire bag. I played from the backs. He played from the golds. Not anymore. No.
1: Mm-mm. I might never be able oh. to play golf with him again. He might He might have to do that to you next week.
0: I don't know. I was hitting some uh, some salty bombs today. so
1: Some hellacious seeds? Yeah, my, my sequencing is back, baby. All right, so you have to end. We got to wrap it up, but you got a story.
0: So I'm at Dunham's today, Pat, because I needed
1: some golf balls, right? And someone paid f- someone paid for your shit. And no, it's like buying a treadmill.
0: No, <laughs> so I wanted the I wanted the Q Star Tours because they have the urethane cover and they're a three piece ball, but they're only like thirty bucks, and I wanted to try them out. Ever since our interview with uh, what's his name, Don? No, no,
1: Don's from Forest Students. Yeah. Just keep going. Just don't stop making yourself look bad.
0: Whatever that guy's name is. And uh, I think his name's Don. Okay. Oh, well. Um, so I wanted to try those balls out. So I'm at, I'm at Dunham's, and there's like two people working, right? And then there's a manager. And I know there's a manager because they had to call the manager up like five times to do an override on the register. So the manager comes out from the back, does this override, and then goes back to the back. Now there's a line of people trying to pay. Right, the lady in front of me claims that she's been there for an hour, and she says, "I'm gonna keep snapping that thing in the in the uh, the microphone there, guy. You know how hard that is to edit out. My bad. <laughs> That's not what she said. Um, <laughs> she, she says to the she says to the cashier like she's in line to pay. Right." And she has a pair of shoes. She wants them in eight, eight and a half. So she's not ready to pay. So they go back to get her these shoes in an eight and a half. They don't have them in an eight and a half. They only have them in a nine. Mind you, they've they've rung up half of her shit. So she says, give me the nine. I can exchange them, right? They say, yes. She They go get the nine, bring them out. She calls whoever the fuck these shoes are for. And she says, they don't have them in eight and a half. They only have them in a nine. Then i'm at dunham so i got this i got this i got this blue and like she's everything that she fucking bought she's like telling what she bought to this person on the phone as i'm standing behind her trying not to murder her because i just want to buy this fucking box of golf balls and this goddamn woman just has no respect for society and she should be put in a goddamn like mental institution or something and if my wife wasn't there I would have thrown that shit on the ground and said what the fuck is the matter with you you don't get in a goddamn phone conversation about a pair of shoes when you're in line you're not ready to pay you don't get in line so I'm angry it's all get out like I'm behind this lady and I started looking at my clock 14 minutes I'm behind her as she's paying and I am angry we get up there
1: People who don't get to see us on video, this isn't a fake rant. Like the 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 vein in your forehead is popping. Oh, I
0: was so fucking mad, so mad. If Crystal wasn't there, I would have. It's never, ever would have happened because I'd have been so fucking out of there. Uh, so then we get up there to the guy, and to say that this man moved at a snail's pace, and this is probably partially because I was already at a ten, but like just so slow i've never seen anyone move this fucking slow in my life and all i could think about was why isn't this manager up here i don't know what busy. you're. i don't know what you're doing but get your ass up here and help these people because they don't know what the fuck they're doing
1: so did you have to make an appointment to buy these golf balls because what does this mean like stores are allowed to open now by appointment allegedly
0: Oh, really? I don't know.
1: That, that was what the order said. So, but you basically just went to Dunham's and everything was fine.
0: No, because Dunham's sells guns, so I don't know that they ever closed.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: But I, I thought they were closed, but uh, the wife says they were open, so I don't know. Okay. But they need to hire people and they need to train them and they need to upgrade you know this. They need to you, know upgrade. I know?
1: you know why no one's working there? Because they're making $900 a week doing nothing.
0: That's true. And they need whoever owns Dunham's. Dunham? Yeah. First of all, walk through one of your stores every once in a while. I don't know why the hell it's so dirty, and I don't know why you have so much shit in it that it's not even close to organized. Less stuff, organize it, get a new computer system to where they don't have to call the goddamn manager up every time, program the right prices into the computer. I can revolutionize this industry in just the 15 minutes that I was stuck standing in line where I could see all the things that were wrong.
1: Mr. Dunham must not have a millennial grandson who could help him out.
0: I don't know. They're going to be out of business. This is why people, this is, stores do not understand, and they're so damn stupid. You only go to a store now to buy shit that you want right now and fast, and they cannot figure out that, that I only want to be in your store for 30 seconds. I know exactly what I'm getting, and if, it, if I didn't need it right now, I would order on Amazon where I don't have to deal with any of this shit.
1: When I ordered my Strix on um, XVs, I went on Golf Galaxy. And they were at my door the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't cost me a dime.
0: It's so frustrating. People are so... D- and then you, you go from a place like Forest Dunes where everything runs smoothly and everybody's happy and they're doing shit you know for the first time because they just opened and everything is socially distanced and they have no idea what they're doing. But they're doing it quickly and they're doing it happily.
1: And then you come back to hell on earth and yeah, here just, you go, bud.
0: Just, uh, it's not that hard to be decent at something.
1: Take well, when some we become pride international superstars from the pod, we'll just move to four students.
0: <laughs> we just need people to take pride in their, in their work, no matter what you do. Like Martin Luther King said, if you are a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper that ever walked this earth. You just be the best at whatever it is that you do.
1: I actually had that chat with one of my children today. Did you really? Except word for word.
0: That's, that's one of my we, favorite quotes.
1: Yeah, we're having some, some online school issues, which I understand because it's stupid but I went back to that. I don't care what you do. You do your best at it. That's right. So
0: when I used to be a dishwasher, I would time myself and I needed to be the fastest dishwasher in that restaurant. If somebody else would be fast enough on a Saturday night to be out by 1130, I needed to be out by 1115 with everything done. I had to be the fastest you have to be the best. You have to set those standards for yourself and, and you're competing against yourself. Just be the work hard to be the best.
1: And being honest, whatever occurred at Dunham's could have been addressed very easily if someone were effective at their job. It's that easy.
0: The Dunham's, there's two things. One, the lady had no respect for anyone around her and their time. And the guy either doesn't know how or isn't empowered enough to move fast enough or tell that lady that now is not the time to
1: decide that. Right. Hey, lady. Like, yeah. like This it, is not the place. It's, yeah. Well, all right. Ooh, you've angered. I know you're not going to go to sleep again tonight.
0: No. All right. Well, well, great podcast, Pat.
1: It was. I liked your rage. <laughs> we will. Uh, we'll be hooking up with uh, Don from Forest Dunes for a, a trip recap in the in the short term. Um, I got a golf trip this weekend that we'll cover next week. Can't wait. And I'm, and I'm sure you got a lot of golf at the club this weekend.
0: Hopefully, did you fill that last spot? I don't know.
1: We did. Good. Yeah, I gave up. Well, of course, we had a three thirty deadline from the place, and someone came in at five o'clock saying, "I'm in." Yeah. So one pretty, extra one extra phone call, but it makes everything easier.
0: Are they pretty booked up, or? Yeah. 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 Full. Good. It's good to know that the courses are
1: going to rebound. Yes, sir. They are jammed.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Follow us, thanks, everybody. Instagram. Bogey Golf Podcast, Twitter at Bogey Golf Pod, Facebook the Bogey Golf Podcast. Leave us that five star review. Why, Pat?
1: Five star because we're five star are
0: Five star fucking guys. We don't know why it matters, but it does. Move us up those charts. We got to number nine. I think we can do better than that, don't you, Pat?
1: We got it. We're coming for you, Page. All right. Talk to you later, Pat. See it. Turn out the lights. The
2: party's over. A good day a
1: wonderful day. <laughs> TTFN. up in.
2: Top off for now. Bye-bye. I'm sorry, what? What part didn't you understand? The buh or the bye? Bye-bye. Okay, lady. I love you. Bye-bye. That's all. Live long and prosper. Toulou. Au revoir. I'll feel the same. Ciao. Ting de
0: Bye-bye.
2: This concludes our broadcast day.
0: Okay, lady. I love you. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for listening. Peace.